the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get it on. It's 11.06. Had to cough. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. Happy to have you aboard in Colorado Springs on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The Answer in Denver. News Talk 710 KNUS. In the first hour, Priscilla, Dana, Jim, Tony, all called, all contributed. 303-696-1971. And they're each getting mail to their home. They don't even have to come to the station to pick them up. Two Jersey Mike sub sandwich cards. Good for a sub sandwich each at any Jersey Mike's anywhere in the country. We've got full phone lines. We'll get back to those in just a moment. But um, I'm sure you're aware of what has transpired on the island of Maui, primarily the whaling port town of Lahaina. Um, There's been a lot of stories out of the islands, and I want to send a shout-out to a United captain. You know I am a big, big fan of United Airlines. They have taken me, they've taken me and my daughter around the world when we bought an around-the-world ticket. Uh, They've taken me and my groups all over, not just locally, but uh, internationally. Mexico, we're going to Mexico on September 6th. We are flying United Airlines. Speaking of United Airlines, we are looking at a January trip to Cabo San Lucas. We have not been to Cabo San Lucas since the shutdown We've been focusing on the Cancun, Riviera Maya area and Puerto Vallarta, Nuevo Vallarta. Uh, but we're looking at Cancun. Uh, Warren has come up with a nice deal, and uh, so get yourself ready for that. But Captain Vince Echocamp was vacationing on Maui with his family. They got an alert that power lines were down. They needed to get moving to the airport driving through traffic two, three, four miles an hour, finally got to the airport, and they found that there were planes, but because of delays, some of the crews were past their flight times, their allowed flight times. So Captain Vince Echelkamp said, well, I can fly that 777. He's done it for years and years. He's been a training officer. So in a polo shirt, a pair of slacks, and sneakers, he got into the captain's seat and flew 300 people off the island of Maui. And I just want you to know something, folks. I suppose somebody on that plane said, well, the captain's in a polo shirt. So frickin' what? His family was on that flight. He's been doing it for 30-plus years. I think that that was admirable. He said, I'll fly that plane out of here. And when people tried to give him a lot of credit for it, he said, you know what? It was just one 
small, very small piece in a big, big problematic puzzle. So, you know what, just another reason why when we go to Mexico or when we go anywhere else, we're flying the friendly skies. 303-696-1971. We'll get back to Chuck, Bernadette, and Joe when we come back on the restaurant show. All right, 14 minutes after 11, little Dan Fogelberg, the leader of the band. Let's go to Chuck and hi. Uh, no, it's not. It's Chuck and Castle Rock. Let's go to Chuck and Castle Rock. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. Top of the morning to you. Wanted to talk about the famous. We went over there for dinner, and what a place. They have done a superb job in uh, refurnishing that building, and the meal was great. They um, <clears throat> had the shrimp and the filet, and and everybody should try their baked potato once. They do a wonderful job in Colorado Springs on Tejon Street in a beautiful historic building. Started about 20 years ago. Um, they were, uh, there have been a couple of people nibbling around the edges, but they were the first place to have a true prime age steakhouse, uh, owned by a very successful guy, started by a very successful restaurant guy named Tony Leahy. Uh, he sold out to Perry Sanders. Uh, Perry's got a couple of hotels in Colorado Springs and, uh, they've been working on that building now for about three years. Uh, it's a difficult building logistically with three stories. You come in on one, obviously, and then you have to go up and up. But uh, their food is absolutely excellent. Um, um, uh, you know, I remember they opened on July 3rd. Brian Sack is the executive chef for the group, and he's the real deal. Uh, he's got a chef in there that he's known for a number of years. They obviously select prime beef. Uh, they know how to run a restaurant. They know how to make you happy. I remember they opened on July 3rd, and about a day later, somebody, matter of fact, in Castle Rock, posted on social media, Castle Rock for years could use a good steakhouse, and it looks like they still could. You know, this thumb sucker, you know, you ought to give the place, when you're paying those prices, you want them to come out of the blocks right, but Give a place an opportunity to make it right. They obviously have a wonderful history. I'm glad you went. I've talked to a number of people that went, and they think it's absolutely terrific. Can you get a cold meal? Can you get a meal that's uh, not prepared exactly the way you want it? Yes, but the famous in Castle Rock, I'm talking to people all up and down the Front Range right now, Chuck, and folks in Monument, they either used to have to go to downtown Colorado Springs or go to the Denver Tech Center. Now they can go to Castle Rock and get a great prime-age steak. Uh, you mentioned the filet. Chuck, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful report, and I sure appreciate it. Uh, well, you're more than welcome, Mike. And, you know, I don't hardly listen to every, any comment on the social media because I think that, you know, you're talking about happiness. I think there's some people that w wake up and they say, what can I complain about today? Chuck, you are 100% right, and you know what? This world will be a whole lot better when social media goes away. I, uh, I understand it serves a purpose. I understand some people use it to get pictures of their grandkids, but the point is is that you go on social media 
to rely on the opinion of somebody you don't know, never met, have no idea what their values are, have no idea what their culinary tastes are, you are a fool. Make up your own mind. Call them up. Talk to them. Stop in. Look the place over. And then get back in the car and say, you know what, honey, it was really nice. Do you think you would like to go there? Look at the prices. Maybe we should split a meal and save a little bit of money the first time we go. Maybe we should go on a special occasion. But do a little bit. Don't rely on these bird brains that are on social media all the time posing as influencers. You know, you're 19 years old, you've got a million followers, and you think you're an expert on what makes a great vacation. So, you know, I, I, I just, I, I guess it serves a function. I guess a lot of people enjoy it. But make up your own mind. And, you know, you can get information about the famous from me. You can get it from calling them. Or you can get it from your idiot neighbor. And... Uh, I would tell you that I would take probably the first two. The third, I would tend to discount, and especially the fourth if it's social media. Great comment, Chuck. We're going to mail you a couple of gift cards to Jersey Mike's. Um, let's do this. We've got time for one more call before. I want to talk with uh, Aletha from Crave. She is the new owner of Crave Real Burgers. But let's go to Bernadette and Parker. Bernadette and Parker and her husband were two of my most loyal, loyal, loyal listeners. And they were with me on trips, and they came to events, and Jerry was with Firestone and started our Firestone uh, uh, events when we did those for 20 years. And now all of a sudden, apparently, I've fallen out of favor. Bernadette, welcome to the show. Mike, um, you got me mixed up with another Bernadette. I'm I'm from Aurora. I live oh. I live across the street from your radio station at Heather Gardens. Oh, okay. I, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, that's all right. I'm <laughs> don't apologize. There's more than one Bernadette in the country. Oh, no, I'm sure. No. What do you got? What do you got for me, honey? Hey, I got a book that you already told us about by Ron Franchell. I read it, Deaf Row. Oh, my God, a really good book. Recommended it and your program. He has written another book with a Dr. Vincent DeMaio called Morgue, M-O-R-G-U-E, A Life and Death. And fabulous book. I highly recommend it. It's nonfiction. It's a series of, of stories. The first one is about Trayvon Martin. Now, this Dr. DeMaio is a expert. He's a pathologist, a mortician. He's an expert on gunshot wounds. He has testified in legal transactions on the stand, gives his opinion, his lab work. He, he tells it the way it is. And by the way, your Angie is awesome. Bernadette, I want you to hold. I've got to take a break. We'll be right back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. catch up with Aletha from uh, Crave here in just a little while. We're going to stick with Bernadette in Aurora. She told me about a book called Morgue, Morgue, A Life in Death by Dr. Vincent DeMaio, M-A-I-O, and Ron Frans- 
Cassell, who has been on the show. Looks interesting. Uh, Dr. Vincent DeMaio is an expert in gunshot wounds. He was the former chief medical officer for the state of New York. So uh, I may get that on my list. Uh, Lisa, what a uh, big part, Bernadette, what else you got? I just wanted to say, you talked about Angie's in the past. My girlfriend worked there for 30 years. It's a fabulous restaurant. I love it, and I'm so glad you like it. So if she worked there for 30 years, because the one in Castle Rock, uh, McCaffrey family, uh, has just no, celebrated Angie's. the 25th, so she must be talking about the one in Littleton off a of gold coal mine and whatever. Right, 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 Angie's, yeah. And prior to that, they were... Also over further north in Littleton, I believe. But they moved to that new location. I think it's on Wadsworth or – no. Uh, no, it's right. not Wadsworth. It, no. It's It's maybe Pierce, coal Pierce. mine and Pierce, yeah, something Pierce. like that. That's right. That's right. So they, bought an the, old Burger, they bought an old Burger King yeah. and uh, remodeled it, and it's really nice. I know and, – and it is the McCaffrey family that used oh. to have the O'Rourke's Cantina in okay. Glendale and okay. – uh, and, and and it is the same family that has oh, okay. the Angie's in Castle Rock. Right. But um, so, yes, I went over there at the recommendation of a listener. They're just really nice people, and the food's yeah. really good, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Monica, my friend Monica, worked there for a long, long time. She had to retire because she's 80. But, uh, yeah, uh, Angie's, is, and I'm so glad you like the food over there. She I worked until to... 80, and then what a slacker. I can't believe <laughs> a tiny little German woman who used to carry those great big huge trays around like yes. they were a piece of plastic. Oh my God! Yes, yes, and and we got people that are saying, "Oh, you know, my feet hurt," or "Oh, my, just get out and do it." Bernadette, I'm going to send you a couple of uh, Jersey Mike's gift cards. Cool. Okay. All right. Good thanks talk for, to hey, you. thanks for the call. Good All talking right. to you. Thank you. All right, let's go to Joe and Parker. Joe, welcome to the show. Joe, Hi. are you with me? I am with you. What do you got, buddy? I had, I had a question for you. Have you had the chance to experience the New Year's? Um, I also wanted to know your take on what you would think about their no tipping policy. Okay, a couple things. The reason I haven't eaten there, I mean, I'm certainly not avoiding it. I'm certainly not boycotting it. Uh, I certainly uh, am aware of the prices uh, that I would be expected to pay and the service fee that I will expect to incur. But, you know, right now they're still doing that where you go online and you apply for an invitation, and if you get an invitation, you get to go and so forth. You know, that to me is just... It is very, very, it's the antithesis of what I think the hospitality business should be. Open your doors, come one, come all. I know that there's private clubs. I know that there's different types of establishments. But for a place like Casa Bonita, just open the darn doors. And if you get absolutely overrun with everybody that's got kids from Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, and beyond, so what? Um, so I haven't gone. The service fee is something that I don't agree with. Uh, there's been plenty of other restaurants that have done it, most notably the El Rancho up at uh, Evergreen. But Correct. 
But if I want to try the place, then I have to be prepared to try the service charge. I don't like it. If I was still in the business as an active owner-operator, I certainly wouldn't initiate it. But if I want to go to Casa Bonita, if and when they ever get the place open to the general public, I'll go, I'll accept it, I'll enjoy the meal, I'll take pictures, I'll report on it, and then I'll probably move on. I think I think I agree with you on that. <laughs> I'm I'm not ready to uh, wait in line like it's Rolling Stones tickets. Yeah. Now I would wait in line for Rolling Stones tickets, although actually I never have because I'm the kind of guy that makes a phone call. But you know, I I'd like to see it, but you know I have memories of the cliff divers and so forth. And I'd like to see what Dana Rodriguez has done with the food. But other than that, I I just don't think it, it, it is a big deal to me. Do you like Jersey Mike's, Ron? Uh, big pardon, Joe. Do you like Jersey Mike's? Absolutely. You know what? Is there's anybody out there that does not like Jersey Mike's, I will tell you this. You're weird. They do a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful job. All right, Joe, thanks for the call. We'll get them in the mail to you. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Did we hear from Lisa in Conifer Lewis? All right, perfect. Well, let's go to her. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike, how are you this morning? I'm having a great day. Have you ever... Listen to my show. Have you ever heard my show? Have you ever called the show? You know what? I may be a little under the weather. I may be a little tired from the taste of Douglas County. Maybe I've got the flu. Maybe I went for a long run and my knees bothering me. But have you ever <laughs> heard of me not being up when that mic says on air? No, not at all. We listen to you, you all the time. We actually got to go down to Trestles with you and had a great time there when they did breakfast and wanted to call and let you know we um, took your advice also and went down to the big Texan in Amarillo and had steak down there based on your recommendation. Bless your heart. Isn't it a fun place? It's a lot of fun, but boy, don't go over the weekend. Um, we actually no. went twice and the second time I think we were there on a Friday night and it was a two and a half hour wait. Yeah. And, and folks, it seats something like 500, 600, something like that. I mean, oh, it's crazy. It, it is nuts. Lisa is talking about the place, the Big Texan in Amarillo, Texas, which since 1960 has been famous for serving a 72 ounce steak. It's been featured on television. If you can eat it, you can have it for free. But you pay for it up front. They put you on a stage with a table up there. They have the video cameras rolling. And the record is held. you got one hour. They have a big electronic clock up there. And the record is held by a woman. <laughs> so, oh guys, yes. So, And she ate two of them. She ate two oh of them man. in an hour. And, and it's not and it's not just a steak. There's a salad, shrimp, cocktail, and baked potato. You got to eat the whole 
whole thing. And I had heard about it and heard about it. So maybe if some of you remember about two, three months ago, I just jumped in the car, put the Mexican in the car with me, Bailey the Mexican street dog, and uh, we drove down to Raton. We cut over to the crater. We went through Clayton, New Mexico, and on down to Amarillo. And, you know, I said, I, look, I don't want to be on this. So I had a 56-ounce tomahawk steak. Um, what did you guys have? Uh, you know, we had the bone-in ribeyes, and we um, had the jalapenos, which were incredible. They were great. I had the mozzarella and tomato for a side, and it was huge. The tomato slices, the mozzarella cheese, it was incredible. So I'm looking you know, for another recommendation, something that Rick and I can do in a day. Drive up to Douglas, Wyoming, and go to the White Wolf Saloon. Douglas, Wyoming, the White Wolf Saloon. Okay. All right. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm, folks, i got to tell you a little bit more about the Big Texan, and Lisa knows. All you need to know, five to 600 people eating steaks, big, 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 big. They've got a uh, they've got a hotel next door, but it's kind of a like a it's like a like an old time hotel. It's not like one of these behemoths, you know, JWs or something like that. They've got a trailer park on property where you can park your SUV. They have a gift shop. They have a gift shop that I guarantee you does a higher dollar volume than probably 99% of the restaurants in the country. And here's all you need to know about the Big Texan in Amarillo, Texas. They have a gun range inside. <laughs> I I thought that that was absolutely wild. They're playing country music. It was a ball. Lisa, thank you, thank you, thank you for the recommendation. Make sure that we have your information, and uh, we will mail you a couple of gift cards to Jersey Mike's Sub Sandwiches. All right, so uh, Priscilla, Dana, Jim, Tony... Uh, Chuck, Bernadette and Aurora, Joe and Parker, Lisa Conifer, they're all going to get a couple of gift cards. Let's do this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce you to a segment that I recorded with Aletha from Prairie Real Burgers. And then I can take some more calls. 303-696-1971. All right, a little Carly Simon, you're so vain. Doesn't she just reek sex? Whew. All right, uh, folks, I love to give credit to the restaurants that participated in last Thursday's Taste of Douglas County. One of them's Crave. they got a new owner. Jeff and Jaron Richard have moved on. Uh, they've retired. They've gone fishing down in Rockport, Texas. So I recorded an interview earlier this week with Aletha, the new owner. And let's go ahead and play that because I just want them to keep right on. Lewis, fire up. All right, welcome back to the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. If you were at the Taste of Douglas County last Thursday, August 17th, at the Douglas County Event Center, you know what a wonderful, wonderful event it was. If you missed it, 
Well, you got about 365 days to plan for the next one because it'll be coming up the third Thursday of August in 2024. It's a great event. You know, it started out in 2002. I've lived in Douglas County for 33 years, and I said, Douglas County is growing. It hadn't reached the explosive stage that it's at now, but it was really growing. And I said, you know, there's a lot of good restaurants. I went to the county. We started a television show. Just the idea of county residents could get good food in Douglas County and they could keep their revenues in Douglas County. And of course, places like Castle Rock, Lone Tree, Highlands Ranch have become midpoints for people in Denver Metro to meet friends from Colorado Springs. They've come to enjoy many money restaurants. One of the exhibitors at Thursday's Taste of Douglas County, and they have been with us for a number of years, but they have a new owner, Crave Real Burgers. It's uh, at exit 184 and I-25, the Castle Rock Factory Outlets. It's about a mile west. It's near the Castle Rock Theaters. I've got the new owner, Aletha Roundy. She's on the air with me. Aletha, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being at the Taste on Thursday. Thanks, Mike. It was our pleasure. We love doing it. All right. So, you know what? Let me ask you this. Jeff Richard, Jaron Richard, Jeff and Jaron Richard, husband and wife team, you've known them for years. They started Crave about 12 years ago. Um, Jeff is a very talented chef. He's culinary trained, trained under Emeril Lagasse, uh, has had fine dining experience, but he wanted to get a good burger. He was out with the boys, and they said, you know, we've gone for burgers. He's got two sons, and they said, Dad, you could do better than this. Created Crave Real burgers uh, as Lisa ran out in Colorado Springs and Highlands Ranch. It got down to Castle Rock. Jeff and Jaron decided to sell out, retire to Rockport, Texas, where Jeff wanted to go fishing every day and found you as the buyer, as the new proprietor. You uh, worked for Jeff. So here's my question to you, Aletha, before we get into the menu and some of the experiences of being an owner. One day, you are an employee. You don't have to think about rent or taxes. You don't have to think about payroll. And the next day, you give Jeff and Jaron a check for the restaurant. They give you the keys. And at 11 o'clock in the morning, Crave Real Burgers in Castle Rock opens up what were your first thoughts that first day? What, what what went through your mind as you became a new restaurant owner? You know what? I still don't think it's hidden yet. You know, I'll, <laughs> tell, I'll, I'll tell you this. Christy... Bigelow Sacarias, who owns Cuba Cuba restaurants, when she opened up her first place at 12th and Delaware in Denver 20 plus years ago, just celebrated the 20th anniversary, she had the Cuban recipes from her grandmother that escaped Cuba growing up in Miami with Cuban influences. She thought that she had it all wired. She bought that building at 12th and Delaware. They opened up the restaurant 20 years ago. They had their first night. It was busy. They got home, and she said she was talking to her husband and just crying and said, Oh, my God, what have we done? What have we created? It's 20 years later. She's got seven or eight locations, tremendously successful. But it can be a little bit overwhelming, can it? 
That's right. That's right. It, it was definitely a little bit overwhelming. It was the biggest uh, overwhelming part was leading up to it. Um, the, that 11 o'clock, that first table we got sitting down on February 23rd, it was a sigh of relief, actually. Like, you know, oh, you know what, and, and I'm glad to hear that, because at 11 o'clock, the first customer, you were back to, you weren't into contracts and lawyers and checks and so forth. It was business as usual, the hospitality, the hospitality business. Of course, back to what I love doing. All right, so tell the listeners a little bit about you, because we like to meet the owners here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Of course. So, uh, like you said, I worked for Jeff and Jaren for the past 10 years. Um, I worked at all locations except for Colorado Springs. Um, Help manage, host, serve, you name it, I was there. Um, and Sal Olguin, actually, he's my partner right now, and he uh, has also worked with Craig for the last 10 years as well. Um, and it was just, it was, uh, it was a pleasure. It was my pleasure when Jeff sat me down one day and told me that he was retiring, and I was, he asked if I was ready to take over, and here I am, jumped two feet in. Um, <laughs> previous, <laughs> right? Previous to this, I actually taught fourth grade for seven years. Oh wow! Uh, where where are you from? Yeah. Are you are you a Colorado girl? I'm, yeah, I'm here from Catharock, from Douglas County. Wow! All right. Yeah, born and raised. Went to school here. Um, I went to college at Regis University. I uh, majored in elementary education. Got a job here in Douglas County. Uh, I always worked at Crave though through teaching weekends and nights because sure. as a teacher, what you have to do. Um, grew a really strong relationship with Jeff and Jaren. Learned to love uh, just serving the community, getting to know people in the community, seeing people happy, seeing that wow face when we drop off our biggest burger or burger in between two donuts. Um, I, I fell in love with that. It became my passion. You know what? In, in my 15 years of restaurant ownership, some of my best employees were teachers. And really? I believe you said you taught fourth grade. Is that what you said? I did. Well, and so what happened is, is that they would teach kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. And so after five days a week of just being immersed in this adolescent culture, they really craved, pardon the pun, they really craved some adult interaction. And they would come to me and they would say, Mike, I I can, you know, I'd like to work Friday, Saturday. Well, everybody would like to work Friday, Saturday. You know, there's an old saying in the restaurant business that every restaurant is too small on Friday and Saturday, but every restaurant's too big on Monday, Tuesday. But you're open seven days a week. And they would say, I'd say, fine, I can give you a Friday. I can give you a Saturday. Can you give me a Tuesday night? And they'd say yes. And so we worked it out and they would come in and they were just so bubbly and effervescent and happy to have some adult conversation and adult interaction. And it sounds kind of like that's what you found as well. You're not wrong. You know, there's a guy in there's a guy in Colorado Springs that for 30 years has worked as a school 
teacher and school administrator, public schools, middle school and high school. And for over 20 of those years, he's worked as a waiter at the Black Eyed Pea in Colorado Springs because he said it's just a completely different deal. We're not trying to talk to adolescents. We're not trying to have meeting after meeting after meeting to try to determine the course of the program. He said, we just go to a table and we make people happy. I think it's I think it's interesting that that's your background, Aletha. Absolutely. All right. So, all right. People always ask me, so what's your favorite restaurant, craft beer, whatever, whatever? Well, I'll tell you, when I go to Crave, do you know what my um, do you know what my go to is? Do you know what I order when I go to Crave Real Burgers? I don't expect you to know this. Jeff would know it. Uh, Sal would probably know it. But do you what do you suppose my go to is? I'm I'm a simple man, Aletha. It has to be the cheesy dream. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> All right. Good guess. Yeah. Just give me a big, thick, juicy burger on a good bun, a nice piece of cheese. Yeah, I'm going to put some ketchup on it. I'm going to put maybe a couple pickle slices on it, maybe a little bit of onion. But just give me a cheesy Jane. What's your go-to, Aletha? You know what? I like the flaming tiki. I like a little bit more flavor. All right. So tell the people what the what that is. The flaming tiki is good. It has uh, grilled pineapple, pico de gallo, habanero mayo, uh, fried jalapenos, and a um, little bit of guacamole. Pineapple on a burger. I love pineapple. I spent years in Hawaii. Let me ask you this, Aletha, and this may this may this may kill the rest of the interview. Are you it's one nice. of Are you one of those pineapple on a pizza type people? I love pineapple on a pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll keep going for it. But and you know we <laughs> and they've got great fries. They've got great milkshakes. And by the way, they have adult milkshakes if you'd like to do that. They're a fine Pepsi house and uh, Crave Real Burgers. It's uh, in Castle Rock. It, it's at exit one eighty four and I twenty five. That's the Castle Rock Factory Outlets. And I know you're going to go buy some really nice restaurants right at the corner. But go west about a mile to the uh, Castle Rock Theater. You'll see it there. They're open seven days a week serving lunch and dinner. They've got a nice enclosed patio, but they're doing a great job over there. They did a great taste. At, they did a great job at the Taste of Douglas County. Aletha, congratulations on the ascension to ownership. I think it's absolutely wonderful. It's been great. Thank you so much, Mike. All right. Crave Real Burgers, seven days a week. Uh, does a great job and uh, did a wonderful job at the Taste of Douglas County. They're really nice people. Don't you like to see the next generation of owners coming into the business? Let's go ahead and take a break. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show.
the pow 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 power of positive. The pow 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 power of positive. The pow 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 power of positive. If you really want to know, she comes here a lot. All right, 11.53, we are almost out of time. We took calls from Lisa, Chuck, Bernadette, and Aurora, Joe and Parker, Priscilla, Dana, Jim, Tony. Every one of them will get two regular sub-sandwich gift cards for Jersey Mike's. Any location, not only up and down the Front Range, but throughout the entire country. Uh, we'll try to get back to the phones here. We've got full phone lines in just a moment. We may or may not. I want to, you know, I told you a little bit about the Rockies game today. Robin Carroll Hoffman from Keller Williams. They're probably up on the rooftop right now greeting people. Um, they gave me six tickets. I got those out to people that are enjoying themselves. Yesterday, the Broncos got beat in San Francisco, 21-20. to But I don't know whether or not you are a soccer fan. I know, too slow, they don't score enough, they ought to make the goals bigger, I've heard it all, shut up, I don't want to hear it again. But let me just tell you something, you have got to appreciate the talent involved. If you have ever watched it internationally, locally, the talent involved is amazing. And right now, yes, you got Ronaldo, and yes, you got... but. The guy that's at the top of his game is 36 years old. His name is Leo Messi, M-E-S-S-I. He's from Argentina. He has played on the Argentine national team for years. They won the World Cup in the most recent World Cup competition. Uh, When my daughter moved down to Argentina and lived in Buenos Aires for a number of years, uh, I would go down. And, I mean, this is a guy, John Elway, we love you. Peyton Manning, we love you. Todd Helton, Todd Helton last night at the Rockies was Todd Helton game. We love you. But none of them, you could combine all three of them together, and they do not come close to the reverence in which Leo Messi is held. He played for Barcelona in La Liga, which means the league in Spanish, uh, and just dominated it against international competition. He's been playing, obviously, since he was just a little guy. Well, he signed with the Miami team. One of the owners of the Miami team is David Beckham. David Beckham was one of the best, played for Germany, was one of the best soccer players in the world, came to the United States, because the United States, as it has tried to achieve major sports status, along with football, baseball, basketball, and hockey, has periodically, yeah, we like to have some homegrown talent, but they've had to bring in international stars. A friend of mine was a partner with Elton John uh, back when he owned the L.A. Aztecs back in the 70s, signed George Best, the kid that led Northern Ireland to the World Cup championship when he was 15 years old. Pele. Pele played for the New York Cosmos after playing for the Brazilian national team. Well, that's the stature of Leo Messi. And I'd like you to do yourselves a favor. doesn't matter to me, but I would like you to do yourselves a favor. Yesterday in the league championship for the Major League Soccer in the United States, you know, we've got the Denver Rapids. He, playing for Miami scored a goal and you know it was almost like the coach's mission 
was to assign so many guys to Messi that he would just be stymied for the entire game. I remember I saw the first game Lou Alcindor ever played. You know, that was before he became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But it was at UCLA, a freshman game. Then he went on to play varsity. And I remember one of the reporters said, you know what, if you want to contain Alcindor, what you got to do is you got to have four guys on him. In a basketball game, five players on a side. The, other, the, the coach looked at him and said, what am I supposed to do, give the other guy a gun? You know, you, you, you have, there's other people of great talent around him. Last night, he scored the only goal for Miami, enough to win the championship. And he scored it on a play. He had four, and you might even be able to count five defenders around him. Do yourself a favor. And YouTube, Google, Twitter, I know it's on Twitter, Leo Messi's goal for Miami last night for the league championship. And you will look at it and you will say, not only is it an incredible athletic feat, but it may look like it's almost aerodynamic, uh, aerodynamically impossible to make that kind of shot from that kind of angle. It was absolutely fascinating, and uh, I'm just thrilled for him. He, you know, he's 36 years old. He's got a wife. He's got a couple kids. He never seems to get like so many athletes. You know, he doesn't get himself immersed in the politics. He doesn't seem to get himself immersed in problems and uh, social conflicts. But just take a look at it, because if you really, really... Listen, I'm not an opera fan, but I can appreciate Pavarotti. So just look it up, Leo Messi. All right, I want to thank Luis Gonzalez. I want to thank you. You've actually worked two days in a row, and working two days in a row with me ain't no day at the beach. All right, folks, going to Mexico September 6th. Love to have you join us. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.